and there's a lot there certainly when it comes to like sex and sex positivity that I'm sure we could um, learn from we could learn from AI hello everyone I'm SX Noir and this is the thought leader podcast with industry thought leaders this podcast aims to demystify and destigmatize topics in sex culture and technology if you like what you're hearing be sure to like and subscribe The opinions expressed by the guests of Thought Leader Podcast are their own. Listener discretion is advised. I have an amazing guest with me today, Emma, from Ask DM. DM, right? DM, yeah. Yeah, it's like in your, like hopping in your DMs. Um, exactly, slide into your DMs. Is that really what it is? That's what I thought it was, but I didn't know. It's, it's I'm a marketer, so uh, <laughs> of all manner of different puns. Um, but yeah, sliding into your DMs is one of my favorites. So I want to get into this. Emma, please tell me who you are and what brings you here to this space. Um, well, I am I'm British, as you can probably tell from my accent. Um, I am incredibly passionate about all things gender equity, gender equality. I'm, I'm incredibly passionate about um, people sort of being able to um, achieve what they want from the world and hopefully not having various things holding them back. Um, My background professionally is uh, all within marketing, partnerships, community building, um, that whole space. I'm obsessed with consumer psychology and all of the different ways that that sort of comes to life. Um, Prior to founding DM, I was a very early employee at Away. I led um, a lot of their partnerships for the first three years of the company um, and sort of was in, I think I joined when there were about 10 people. So saw kind of like everything from 10, the like hyper growth years really of that business, which was amazing. Um, I've also worked in consumer tech. I was head of community for a tech company uh, before joining away. And before that, I actually started a blog while I was at university, um, which was sort of my entry into marketing. I was studying a very academic degree, um, which I which I loved, but I have a very creative side of my brain um, that needed to be utilized. So yeah, I started a blog which grew to sort of hundreds of thousands of readers, um, and that's how I learned marketing and building audiences um, and everything that sort of comes along with that. And that was like, I don't know, like 10, 11 years ago now, so very early blogger days. Um, so yeah, kind of always existed within that realm and then came together with my co-founder a couple of years ago to create DM. DM, tell us more about Ask DM. Um, so DM is, uh, we're calling it a social search engine. And really, you can think of it as the place that you can go to ask questions beyond your private group chat. So maybe you have a taboo health need, or you have questions about money, or something's happened in one of your friendships, or your sort of romantic relationships, and all you want is like the wisdom of the masses to help you figure out this problem. Um, And DM is really that place. It's where you come to ask questions, you share um, your own contributions to others' conversations. And really, we say it's like, we sort of joke, it's like where you ask those like, is it normal questions? Um, And you don't just get presented with web pages, but you get community answers and um, conversations as search results. Uh, Everything that is contributed into the DM platform, whether that be a question, a response, an interaction on a post, uh, trains our search technology, which is an AI model. And uh, basically, it's a search engine that will get better the more people talk within it. I love that. And 
you know, something that really caught my eye. So I got on Ask DM, of course, because I think it's a fantastic thing. And I loved how so many of the questions were just very genuine and authentic. And they were like, hey, I fell out of love with my partner or I'm not really attracted to my partner anymore. We use all the toys possible, but it's still not very exciting. Or asking questions, like I asked the question of like, what? how would you define a sex worker? And I really appreciate this because I can tell that it's created by women, right? And so obviously one of my favorite girlies is also ChatGPT. For whatever reason, it's a woman for me. I don't know. It's just not a man for me because uh, I think women are superior. So, um, you know, can you give us a little example of how ChatGPT is different um, than AskDM? Yeah, so DM is uh, different in the, the conversations, or sorry, the answers that you get are influenced by a community. So um, we, use, uh, we use an LLM um, as like the sort of core, as like part of our tech stack, but um, our model itself is trained off of the conversations that um, people have had in DM prior. So any, anything that was said or communicated or shared during our beta over the last 18 months has gone to influence the answers that others get moving forwards. Um, so it's, Hopefully, like the goal is that it is like more inclusive. It's more representative of uh, more sort of like feminine or female experiences. Um, it's somewhere where like the tone is a little bit different and a bit more friendly and a bit more um, maybe like your best friend giving you an answer versus uh, a computer. Um, so yeah, we, there's a there's a couple of key differences. The biggest one being. Um, the fact that the answers are trained off of actual community answers as well, like they're influenced by them. Um, and so hopefully those give you more accurate uh, representations of, of whatever it is that you're asking for. Well, right. So, you know, I was doing my research about you all and it's like real antidotes and the information from the internet. And I think that this is what the future of artificial intelligence is. It's, it's coming from us. It's coming from humanity. It's checking right back in with what we actually need to hear based yeah. on real human experiences, not based off of a data scrape from Google for all these different applications. And I was talking with some other women I actually it might have been the conversation was it the conversation that we had together that Maybe. we actually met so our listeners <laughs> we actually met at a very interesting conversation with ASDM and Ali Weiss around carrying condoms and it was a salon style conversation and I I was like well what can anyone say everyone carries condoms next thing I know we're in this hour, two hour long in-depth conversation talking about everything and it was mentioned that you know women create technology to connect further with ourselves. And I'd love to hear more about how you feel AI can help us connect more with ourselves and our own experiences. Um, I think of AI more in terms of the the way that we have applied it within, within DM is we think that it's technology that can help you connect more with yourself by like almost helping you find it, helping you find conversations which you see yourself in. So I think that a lot of the time, like when we're searching on the internet, you feel very alone because the research results that you're getting back are just sort of like web pages. They're not people. You don't actually know who it is that like has created this thing. You can't see the conversation that's have happened that has created this article to be called, to be sort of written rather. Um, and I think that we as, or certainly speaking from my experience as a woman, I see myself a lot 
I like learn more about myself the more that I encounter conversations um, that I resonate with. And so the way that we view sort of like AI in relation to DM is like basically helping you find those things that will make you learn more about yourself in a far more efficient manner. Like you shouldn't have to be reading 500 replies in a Reddit thread or uh, like scouring the internet and Instagram and wherever else to like try and piecemeal this thing together. You should be able to find it quicker. And I think that technology like AI and, and the sort of search technology that we have built at DM enables you to do that. So I sort of see it as a more of like, it helps with the connection versus like, being the be all and all of the product. Absolutely. Oh, everything again, I just it just screams a woman created this. And this is why I'm so happy <laughs> to have this conversation. And something else that you all brought up, as DM brought up, is the um the gender information gap. Whoa. I never thought about this. I really didn't. Obviously, we know that technology is predominantly created by men, which creates biases and it creates what they wish to see in this world. Uh, you all are, uh, you guys are actively attacking this information gap that women have. And like you said, I don't want to have to go on Reddit and read 500 responses and combine them and, and hope I get the right answer. Um, how are you guys solving this information gap for women? Um, I, I mean, it's, it's a really hard one to tackle, but we have I know. <laughs> a, meaningful, a meaningful impact on it over time. Uh, the gender information gap was actually inspired by the book Invisible Women. So if mm -hmm. you haven't read it or if anyone listening to this hasn't read it, you like, I honestly think that it needs to be like read in school. It's so, um, so phenomenally written and just everything in there, like every single chapter goes into depth in how some area of our like social, political, um, medical, like whatever institutions have basically just defaulted to the male population and not necessarily even intentionally. Like it's not even that it's like people actively choosing to exclude women. And I mean, that definitely happens, but just everything in the world has been set up with this like default male mindset. So, um, knowing that and understanding that we're coming from a place where like the data is often just missing. Like it literally isn't like sex is, is not disaggregated in research studies and, and everything that comes along with that. Um, so knowing that there is this just vast literal data gap in the world um, and women and people who identify as women are like constantly trying to like battle against it every single day. Uh, the way that we view being able to have an impact on this is like our company is a data company fundamentally. Like we recognize there are incredibly valuable data points that are shared in conversations that we have with each other. Even if we don't acknowledge the value of those conversations, because we've always been told that like women gossiping is not valuable. Um, the conversations we have with each other are so deeply valuable. It's how we learn things. It's how we sort of see and discover ourselves. It's sort of everything that I just mentioned. Um, and so by building a platform that like truly harnesses the like value, therefore the data of conversations that women have with each other and uses that data to like better serve the end user. Um, we think there's like something really interesting that can happen in that the more that we talk and the more that we talk in a place that captures this content and like only does good stuff with it, um, the more impact we can have on like closing this gender information gap and hopefully creating a space where the data that exists within it and the answers that you're getting and the things that you're discovering 
are more relevant to you as a person who might identify however you choose to identify honestly like they hopefully Mm -hmm. are more representative of your experience um because we've actually captured the value that is exchanged in conversation i i love that you said uh used in the right way right yeah uh ai has the potential to solve trust management issues but at the same time it kind of it brings up some some issues that we have around trusting ai could we go back a few seconds or a few minutes and could you in your own words define what artificial intelligence is to you um i don't really know if i i don't think it's different to me in terms of like the actual just like literal definition of it i think my I think the way that I view it, it is that it can be used in a very net positive way. If mm-hmm. first of all, like in terms of like generative AI, like all of this stuff is trained on historical data. So if you're choosing to train it on like technically more inclusive or different data sets, then you are producing different results for your end user that might be choosing to use your search engine for example but i think that i don't have a particularly different uh perspective on like what it is i just think that the way that we're applying it currently isn't net positive for like a female population but it could be one of my favorite things about sdm is creating your profile I think that's so unique. Uh, so when you onboard, you have to, you know, it, it prompts you to create a profile. It prompts you to add a bio. It prompts you to uh, create a, have a little photo and just what your general interests are. And the interests are vast from pleasure to relationships, to health, to wellness, to beauty, to all these different topics. And I really like that because it truly creates a social search engine. Um, it makes it so that when I go and I look at someone's answer, I can see Hey, what is Joanna saying? Hey, you know, what is what is Siren saying? It, it helps me understand the context of how they're answering these questions while also contributing to this greater good. Something, a question that I have is, where is our where does our data go, right? So there's a hist- historical like lack of um, transparency around where data is um, is stored, how it's used. Obviously, this is for a very good social issue, so I'm definitely opting in for my data. But how <laughs> do you all, yeah, 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 of course, but how do you all um, balance that? Yeah, I think, first of all, like our business model is not at all predatory. Like it's not something that where we are selling your data for ads or for whatever else, god knows what these big social networks have actually been selling it for like i I don't think any of us will ever really know that answer but i think that um our privacy policy and like our whole like purpose of existing as a business is to like put power back in your hands in terms of like how you share what you share um how you show up online all the stuff that you may choose to give us and like you could use dm and like give us absolutely nothing and like we don't care like I don't care as long as you are finding value in uh, the answers and the conversations that you're participating in. If you've chosen a completely fake name, whatever. Like, if that makes you feel more confident to show up online, I'm totally fine with that. And I think that um, we're not, none of our, like, way of existing as a business, whether that be legal or a product or, like, anything, um, is designed to be predatory in any way. And even our business model is going to be very much like everyone earns money as the business grows versus 
like us uh, as a platform just earning money um which is inherently what ad business models do and um yeah so I, I think like we're very very adamant on privacy and like oh my god a cat um and yeah there's a little cat till I'm house sitting and there's a little kitty I love kids. Um, sorry, yeah, no, we're very, we're very focused on privacy, and especially, especially in America, where um, things like abortion are obviously becoming like increasingly harder to access. Uh, we and like as a result, people there's like cases of people who have been like their search results have or their search queries rather have been subpoenaed, and we're just like that just should not be happening. Like we want to create a place where that everyone is safe um as best to like or at least as much as we can um or our, however much we can influence that sorry my post-launch brain is not really doing me any favors today <laughs> no you you are killing it i am so grateful so those listening they just launched SDM like in the last week like <laughs> i am i am pulling all the strings possible to bring you all this interview right now because she <laughs> is working so hard on launching this and and i really hope you all check it out because it is such a brilliant platform and i love how you all are implementing harm reduction tactics like that's what i'm hearing right like i i i can't guarantee as long as humans are involved in anything it's not going to be safe <laughs> but exactly. we can but we could put in safeguards um to to help uh, to, to have harm reduction. Something that really excites me about SDM is how sex positive it is. Um, I, I love it. Like you, I asked a few questions around sex and sexuality and the answers were so genuine and so authentic. And something that I appreciate about the authenticity is that when you ask an AI, like for example, like chat GPT, it's very clear that they're like, we don't know if this is the truth or not. We can't, we can't even guarantee, guarantee or verify that this is the truth, this is this actual information. And Ask DM isn't saying, hey, we're gonna give you the right answer. They're saying, we're gonna give you an answer that other people have thought about and have compiled on. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the future of happens with Ask DM because as mentioned, the more answers we get, the better, like the more people who are contributing to it um, are the better answers we get. And that's the same within any community. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, we are really building very, um, we call it like collectively. So everyone impacts the platform. I think that what I find so ironic about existing social platforms is that we're all just individuals. Like none of our, none of us being there really positively impacts another person. Like me uploading an outfit, a picture of my outfit maybe it causes someone to like buy a new product, but I'm not like really influencing you on a day-to-day -day basis, like in a positive mm -hmm. way. Um, and I think what's so cool about the way that we've built our technology is that it is so community driven at its core. Like every single member of that community has a chance to like impact someone else's life just by the way that we've built like our back end of this platform. And I think that that's like really very representative of, um, how women talk in, in the real world as well. Like we pass these secrets to each other and whisper networks and all of this sort of stuff. And we just like built that into technology. Yeah, I, I love how, I may have mentioned, but I love how sex positive you are all on the platform. I, one of my favorite questions you all have in your, your uh, marketing, um, I live in New York, so I'm seeing all of the wheat pasting and the, the posters everywhere and the, the signs up. And one of them is like, 
should I sell my feet online or should I sell feet pics? Or like, it's just very kind of like these very taboo um, subjects. And so I'm wondering how, as from a community perspective, people have a lot of trust issues with AI as far as like the biggest thing that people want to do is, oh my God, it's so dangerous. It's going to ruin the world. It's going to show you how to create bombs and it's going to show you how to do all these horrible, destructive things. Um, how are you all managing some of the harmful things that could come up on your platform? Um, I think it's something that we'll obviously continually iterate on as we learn more and as the community grows. I think sort of like to your point earlier, we're doing everything that we possibly can with the resources that we have to reduce harm, Um, whether that be in like how we think about feature sets, how we think about... um, the actual answers and, and the metadata and various sort of fine tuning that we've done on, on our AI model. I think there's just so much that we're really cautious of having experienced the internet as women, as a team, we like just think about things differently. I think like you just, as an, if I said this in a talk recently where it was like, if you've moved through the world being harassed or having experienced anything that you may well have experienced by just showing up looking like a woman um you just like think about stuff from a different lens and you think about the importance of safety features differently and you think about like everything from a different light and so yeah the the way that I think that like AI does definitely I'm not denying it does have the potential to be very dangerous I think that there is a lot of very valid concerns out of there and I don't want to put DM in a bucket where we're like well we're doing everything the best kind of thing. I, I think that everyone is trying to um, figure it out as this new technology becomes increasingly more available. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree that there are very valid dangers, um, certainly with the speed of, of uh, innovation in the last couple of years. But um, I hope that at least our space in DM, we can try and keep harm, um, like reduce harm in as many ways as possible. Brilliant. So my last but not least question for you is this podcast is around sex and technology, demystifying and destigmatizing topics in the subject. And I want to know artificial intelligence and sex have a major potential from everything from sex toys, collecting data to find out how you want to have better sex from everything from creating um, virtual reality porn and, and different categories like that. Um, how do you see the future of artificial intelligence and sex developing? Um, well, you just can't, you, the sex toy one is really interesting. I never thought about mm-hmm. that. Um, I think I kind of take a similar stance with most technology is I, I don't really like the idea of it necessarily replacing um, human interaction or human I don't know, existence. Uh, I think there's huge value in in the stuff that we do naturally. Um, I view it as something that could help us understand things that we otherwise couldn't pick up on. Like something that obviously like this type of technology is good at is pattern matching or like understanding patterns of data and like then generating new things or or, or sharing the summary or whatever it might be. Um, And there's a lot there certainly when it comes to like sex and sex positivity that I'm sure we could um, learn from we could learn from AI and that they might show us patterns or they might show us data in a, in a way that we otherwise couldn't understand it um, 
or hadn't thought about it from that viewpoint. So I think in terms of like the future of sex and AI technology, I think, I mean, there's like so many possibilities. Certainly maybe like we can uncover more details about like the female orgasm. I don't know. Like there's just so much information that um, should be more available. And I hope that, uh, I hope that this technology can help us get there. Emma, thank you so much for joining me. I was so excited for this interview. Please tell me the best way. Uh, please let us know the best way to find you. Um, you can find me personally at Emma SH Bates on most social platforms. Uh, and then you can follow DM at AskDM across TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter, which is really good. It is good. I've checked it out a few times. It's really good. <laughs> Um, and the articles on AskDM are brilliant. So be- definitely make sure you guys check that out. Uh, okay, awesome. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you. Okay. You've been listening to Thought Leader Podcast, hosted by me, SX Noir. Please be sure to rate, review, and share with a fellow thought leader. For more details about our guests and their work, check out our links in the description. For updates, sign up for the newsletter on my Substack and follow at sx.noir on social media. This episode's recorded by Pedro Martin and edited by Ider Armez. As always, be thoughtful.